Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Nicola Everett. Thanks for downloading the Kent Online podcast. It's Thursday, October the 8th. And first today, we have to talk about the story that's got dozens and dozens of you commenting online. The uni graduate, he says he hasn't been given his degree because he's refusing to pay £17. Joshua Ingle from College Road in Norfleet got a 2-1 in law from the University of Kent. However, the uni say they won't issue his degree until he pays his share of a bill for damage at the student accommodation where he lived. A sofa got burnt and needed recovering. Josh says he wasn't responsible and shouldn't have to pay. Well, our reporter Will Payne covered this story for us and Josh reckons he's not getting work because of it, doesn't he, Will? Yeah, well, um, Joshua actually told me um, he'd been applying for quite a few different jobs, um, as he does, only just graduated. Um, but most of them uh, actually asked him for proof of uh, his degree and proof of what he got, um, which is fair enough. I mean, um, I've gone through the same sort of thing, and a law degree, you know, that sort of field is not the easiest of places to to break into, regardless. And you know, not having a degree or anything to back up what you're saying, it must have been pretty hard for him. As I say, more than a hundred people have commented on your story on our site alone today. What's the general consensus of opinion? Um, let's just say that not many of them are in favour or on Team Josh. Uh, a lot of people are thinking um, he should just pay the £17 fine and, and get on with it. Um, but I know he told me as a law graduate, one of the things he knows best is to not assign a contract if he doesn't agree with the terms. And you may have seen on the article, Josh has not shied away from voicing his opinion. He's actually um, made his own KO account. And he's um, replied to most of the comments. So, you know, it's... Yeah, it's a similar story on Facebook as well. I've had a look through and none of them are too positive. But, you know, some people agree with him, stick to his guns. And at the end of the day, as he said, it had nothing to do with him. So why not? Thanks ever so much, Will. Well, we have approached the uni for a comment, but they're yet to get back to us. Elsewhere today, a woman's become the first person in Kent to be fined for not wearing a face mask. She's been told to pay £100 after being verbally abusive and swearing at police who tried to speak to her about it at a petrol station in Folkestone. A shop worker in Herne Bay has been attacked after asking a customer to wear a face mask. The employee at Badis on William Street claims he was pushed up against a counter, grabbed around the neck and sworn at. The owner of the store says they'll no longer challenge anyone without a face covering. The National Trust has announced it's cutting more than a thousand jobs as a result of the coronavirus crisis. The charity needs to save £100 million after being forced to close all of its sites, including those here in Kent, during lockdown. Nearly 1,300 roles are going. Tall rental company HSS Hire Meantime says it's planning to cut around 300 jobs. The firm's closing 134 branches across the country, but it's not known yet if the ones in Ashford, Tunbridge, Aylesford or Rochester will be affected. Now, a Thanet-based charity which supports young people struggling with their mental health say they've seen a huge increase in demand for help. During the pandemic, Pie Factory Music has experienced a 200% increase in referrals for support. To mark Mental Health Day on Saturday, they're launching a campaign to raise thousands of pounds so the work they do can continue. Steph Dickinson is from the project. She's been chatting to Ollie. So we've already been aware that many of the young people we support, many of the young people we work with already were experiencing challenges, especially around their mental health. But um, 
from kind of our own anecdotal just chatting with young people and from research that's come out, I think around 80% of young people are reporting their mental health worsening. So we're very aware, we're very, our referrals for mental health support have gone up by 200% in lockdown alone. And we're really aware that yes, creativity is a vehicle for all sorts of things, but underneath all that, if you're really struggling with your mental health, that's the thing we need to be addressing. Um, so yeah, we've been especially aware that young people are struggling, as we all are, um, but you know, they've had, they've had changes to their school, their home, some of them have had bereavements and trauma through lockdown, and now is like the time we're really needing to act pretty urgently. So as part of this campaign, what are you kind of urging to happen? What's the what's the goal? So the goal, we're initially we're looking to raise five thousand um, pounds to pay for professional counselling for young people. Um, that but that being based on knowing that mental health services are already struggling to keep up with the demand, and for some of the young people we work with, that wait is just too long and it needs to happen now. So it's about it being timely, and it's also about matching young people to counsellors who can really relate. And we specifically we've we've engaged with some amazing um, counsellors from all different ethnic origins and races to make sure that we're we're catering for all of our young people. Because the other thing that we've noticed in lockdown is young people are starting to talk about um, experiencing racism and all that stuff around, um, you know, the conversation about race has actually triggered a lot of stuff to come out for young people. And we want to respond to that by matching them with counsellors that really know what they're doing and can understand growing up and experiencing that. Kent Online News. Some fast food shops in Kent have been caught serving customers face-to-face past the 10pm curfew. Gravesham Council's environmental health team watched staff at some stores take orders over the counter after the time. Bosses say they risk being fined if they continue to flout the rules. A man's been arrested after being chased by armed police through People's Gardens near Gravesend. A car failed to stop for officers and crashed with another vehicle in Rootham yesterday afternoon. It was then abandoned in Vigo and the police helicopter helped find the suspect in Mepham. He's been questioned on suspicion of driving offences. The mum of a Kent student who was left with a fractured neck and injured spine after diving into a swimming pool says he has a long road of recovery ahead. 20-year-old Tom Lazaridis from Cranbrook is still in intensive care almost four months after the accident, which happened at a friend's house in June. Well, his family are fundraising to support his long-term care. Our reporter, Reese has been chatting to Tom's mum, Bridget. He is extraordinarily loved. His friends have been coming from all over the country to see him. People get yeah. in touch with us, asking to come and see him. And the... His friendship's been so important to him that they, even the hospital is prepared to um, ensure that he's facilitated to see people, you know, even in the current crisis, because they are are aware that without that, that his, his rehab would have been far, far more difficult. Yeah. Well, so it's really... um you know, making a big difference to him genuinely in that physical health, just to have that, oh, no, that support. No, no, I mean, genuinely, I mean, like, like, the, the, the importance of his friendship and, their, and his friends going to him has been unbelievably key to his recovery. Yeah. The thing that his friends say of him is that he's never, ever had a bad word to say about anybody, which is honestly, I think, why everybody has just 
rallied round him in such a way. Kent and England cricketer Zach Crawley also sent Tom a message. I'm just sending you a message to say stay strong, fight hard and, you know, you'll come through this, I have no doubt. And Your family and friends are all behind you and I can safely say the, the Kent and England cricket teams are well behind you as well and I'm just wishing you all the best, mate. You can also read the story at kentonline.co.uk. An environmental group has warned plans to sort out a stretch of road considered the most polluted area in Kent don't go far enough. Double yellow lines and a loading restriction will be brought in on Upper Stone Street for 12 months, but the local Green Party think there should be an ultra-low emission zone like the one in London to reduce air pollution. Cineworld screens in Kent will close today as the release of new films continues to remain on hold because of the pandemic. It means their sites in Rochester, Ashford and Dover will shut just four months after reopening with social distancing. Another delay to the release of the latest James Bond film was seen as the final straw for the company. Now as Kent-grown apples start to hit the supermarket shelves, Kent Online's been told how the industry has been coping during the pandemic. Thanks to the good weather over the summer, it's thought this year's crop will be one of the best tasting ever. But James Simpson, who's an apple farmer from Five Oak Green near Tunbridge says they've had to invest almost £150,000 just to make sure harvest happens this year. People are interested in, you know, good quality fruit and veg and food on the shelf at a reasonable price. And I think despite the cost that we've incurred in the business, we're still able to manage to deliver that. I think the quality of fruit this season is going to be fantastic. You know, the eating quality, the flavour. I've literally just come out of some orchards only a few minutes ago um, where we're just beginning our Braben harvest and the fruit is lovely, it eats really well. The flavour is going to develop very nicely on those. Um, so I don't think no, necessarily the consumer will see the impact. As long as you know, great British apples are fresh on the shelf, they'll be happy and I think they will be. They'll be harvesting around 200 million apples, which will be sold in supermarkets over the winter. An eco-mansion with views over the channel could be built in Hythe. Plans have been submitted to knock down a current three-bedroom property and replace it with a three-storey home, complete with balcony, swimming pool and wine store. An award-winning architect has drafted up the design so you could see what it would look like if approved on the website. And a graffiti artist who's been painting a mouse all over the Isle of Sheppey has refused to reveal their identity despite being offered a job. Moo Mop Mouse has appeared on walls and even a life boy in places like Minster and Queenborough. The council say they want whoever's behind it to get involved in any future town murals and other community artwork. That's it for today but you can also now subscribe to the IM News app. To do that and access all KM Group newspapers head to iliffmediasubs.co.uk News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.